does Halloween mean to you? Is it a time for treats and costumes? Parties to watch your favorite horror movies? For some, it's a time to find out what scares you and face that fear in a fun way. For others, it's a night of becoming someone new by disguising yourself. So for one night, you can be whoever you imagine yourself to be. You can change who you are. For others, it's a celebration of remembrance of those who have gone on before us. From October 31st through November, we watch for the ghosts of the past so that we will never forget them. It's a time when all the spooky bits and scary pieces seem to be at their strongest. But really, they're always out there, whispering on the wind. I feel Halloween is a time for transformation, a change of mind and heart. When the spirits are playing the most attention and our imagination allows them to join us. That magic is strongest in those who truly believe and are the most dangerous to anyone who has regrets. Join me, Jedediah Gravesmore, as we start the celebration a little early and take a look at the fun, the scary, and the tragic. Join me and whisper into the night. Transform. Change. Regret. And redemption. Oh yes. And of course, candy. <laughs> Pizza guy? Mm. Um, you kind of sound like a zombie. Mm. I I ordered a pizza, but I'm I'm not sure if you're a zombie. I'm gonna ask you again. Are you the pizza guy? Mmm. Okay. I'm not sure. I'm going to answer the door and hope you're the pizza guy. Ah! Ah! Zombie! Has this ever happened to you? 
With the zombie apocalypse in full swing, it's getting harder each day to tell who is a zombie and who isn't. Are you ready for a change? Ready to tell the difference between a mumbling pizza guy and a brain-eating zombie? Well, now you can! Introducing the Zombetta Rock, a new audio training system that will let you know just what the zombie in your life is saying. Researchers have recently discovered that zombies speak their own language. And after months of painstaking study, we can now understand our misunderstood zombie friends. Now, instead of running in fear, you can understand just what a zombie coming towards you wants. For example, mm, That means, I want to eat your brains. Mm, means, I just want a hug. And, mm, Translates into, you smell like a roasted chicken dinner. So this Halloween, tell your parents not to worry. As long as you have the Zombetti Rock, your trick or treating won't go wrong. In a rocking chair, he sits in his house all alone. No computer or TV making sure to turn off his phone. He looks very calm, though he's really full of fright. It's been a year to the day. Yes, it's finally Halloween night. His eyes are red and swollen, his skin is ashen gray. It's been days since he's eaten. He looks like he's wasting away. No sleep for at least a week, as the day kept getting close. Since yesterday he sat and rocked, shivering in his winter coat. In his lap he has a gun that he fired a year ago. He didn't mean to hurt nobody, he was using it for show. On that dark and twisted night, last Halloween. Sometimes he almost convinces himself that it was all a dream. But it all really happened. It made the news on TV. It was the end of a month of crime. The video everyone did see. As he robbed the liquor store on Halloween night, he remembered her eyes and how they were filled with fright. And when the gun went off, how time seemed to go so slow. He held her in his arms and babbled. The gun was, was just for show. She looked him in the eyes and said the words that struck him with fear. In a hollow, empty voice, she said, She's not here. He ran from that place on that fateful night. Chaos in his head 
How could he set this right? They never caught him. He wore a mask at each robbery. So many that month. At the time, it filled him with glee to scare all the people he robbed. He was quite a sight. A red devil's mask he wore. It filled all with fright. The girl survived the shooting, but stayed in a bed at the hospital in a coma from an injury to her head. Guilt driven him to sneak into her room and make it right, though he was too much of a coward to turn himself in last Halloween night. He walked up to her bed, whispering low so no one could hear. The girl's eyes opened, and again she said, She's not here. He ran away from that room, his heart filled with despair. A black look in her eyes gave him quite a scare. After seeing her in the bed that night, his life was filled with terror. His dreams were filled with fright. She'd follow him all around. Without warning, she'd appear always pointing at him and whispering, She's not here. She wore black boots with red stockings, a plaid skirt, and gloves of lace. She had a gray hoodie that covered up her face. The thing that terrified him so, it never left his head, was the knowledge that she followed him but she never left her bed. He was the only one who could see her on the street. She would call him on the phone, never letting him sleep. She would stand outside his house, just suddenly appear. He could hear her from across the street, whispering, she's not here. For a year this happened, wherever he went, she would roam. The only place she didn't go was into his home. But he knew that tonight a new game would begin. She would be coming into his home. She would be getting to him. So he sat and stared at the door, cold sweat on his brow waiting for her to come inside and end it all somehow. His heart felt heavy in his chest. He couldn't take it anymore. He pointed the gun and moaned a bit when he heard the knock at the door. Go away, he shouted. There's no candy for you tonight. But he knew it wasn't trick-or-treaters. As she spoke and filled him with fright. She's not here, she said, and turned the knob and opened up the door. He shook with so much fear that he dropped the gun to the floor. As she stood in the doorway, gray hoodie pulled down. She crept down the hallway 
and she didn't make a sound. He babbled in hysterics and picked up the gun. When he looked back at her, it was when he realized there was nowhere to run. He looked deeply in the hoodie. It was empty. Oh, what a fright. Nothing. No face. Just darkness. Black as night. Nothing in that body. As it raced him down the hall, he knew this was his punishment for what he'd done to one and all. When he robbed all those people, filling them with such fright, leading up to the shooting on Halloween night. And as the apparition grabbed him, the girl opened up her eyes. In her hospital bed, much to her nurse's surprise, she whispered something to the room, different from last year. She sighed and said in a raspy voice, Finally, I'm here. And back at the house, his heart full of regret, his mind now snapped. He sits, not having been found yet, waiting for someone to find him and end his growing fear. The only words he mumbles now are these. He's not here. It's the middle of the night. It's Halloween, and I'm saying Happy Halloween. Who, what are you? Oh, me? I'm just a little vampire. You're what? A little vampire. See my fang? And I'm here to bite your foot. Get ready. Hey, get off my foot. I'm going to bite it and shake your blood. Hey, stop it. Stop it. Stop biting my foot. How am I going to shake your blood if I can't bite your foot? Huh? Get off. Get off. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> All that shaking is like a ride. <laughs> but I'm going to hang on and shuck your blood, okay? No. It's not okay. Get off my foot. Whee! Hey, 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 where did you go? Where did you go? Ha! I'm on your head now. And I'm going to bite your nose. Ah! Oh, get off my nose. I, I gotcha. Now, what are you doing? You can't just bite people like that. But I'm a little vampire. That's what we do. You see my fang? I'm supposed to bite you on Halloween night. I don't care. Well, you do have a little fang. Just one. Wait, wait, wait. No, I'm getting off track here. You just can't come in here and start biting me. 
but I'm a little vampire. Yes, I know you keep saying that. So I gotta bite you, cause that's what vampires do. I'm not gonna let you bite me. Please? No. Please? No. You need to get out of here and go home. Okay, I will. After I bite your feet and get your blood, I'll go home. No, you're not going to bite me. You're going home now. If I go home, I'll come back. No, hey, wait. Isn't there a rule that you're not allowed to come into someone's house without being asked? Hmm, well, yes. It's impolite to come in the home without being asked. So you should go, and I don't want you coming back. But, but if I go, the, the other vampires, they're going to make fun of me and, and, and laugh. Oh, no, don't look at me with those big bloodshot sad eyes. It's not going to work. Please, I just want a little. I don't take much. I'm just a little vampire with one thing. No. No, no, come on, don't, don't cry. Stop. Look, is there anything else I can give you besides my blood? Mm, well, maybe. Do you have candy? Candy. You want candy? Well, it is Halloween night. You gotta have some candy here, right? Okay, okay. I might have a little left. Yeah, if I get candy, the other vampires, they'll leave me alone. Okay, here. Wow, that's a big chocolate bar. Yes, and you can have it, but you have to promise to go away and not come back. Hmm, okay, I promise. Oh, and you have to promise not to tell the other vampires to come here either. <laughs> You're smart. You saw right through that one. <laughs> okay, I promise not to tell other vampires to come here for awesome chocolate bars. Okay, here you go. Now I need to get some sleep, so you need to leave. Wow, thanks, mister. Oh, and happy Halloween. Bye now. Bye. Yes, wow. This <laughs> changed into a bat and out the window you go. Man, who knew they were real? Kind of a cute little guy for a blood-sucking creature of the night. Oh, well, I gotta work in the morning. Better get some sleep. Yes, peace and quiet. <sighs> hey, hey, ow, ow, hey, hey! You, you promised not to come back! Oh, hi. Who are you? I'm a little zombie. The little vampire told me where he got the big chocolate bar. I need one too, or I'm gonna eat your toe. Oh, I hope you got lots of big candy bars, because the little werewolf knows about this place, and the little witch, and the little headless horseman. Oh, and the little ghost too. Oh man, this is gonna be a long night.
that last tale was inspired by events that happened to a good friend of mine. Troy, I hope you keep your feet covered up tonight. And remember to have the big candy bars for Halloween. <laughs> As we continue our walk tonight, I want to tell people that although Halloween is my favorite time of year, the spooky bits and scary pieces fun doesn't end with October 31st. For the month of November, I will be bringing you an exciting tale of fantasy and horror. Please join me for NaNoWriMo Month as I tell you the story of a wasteland filled with the most despicable monsters and a hero's journey as I write 50,000 words and tell them all to you. But for now, let's get back to our Halloween fun as whispers of transformation come gently to me on the wind. What a time to be a monster and what a time to make a deal. Just be sure you're willing to pay the price. <laughs> The carnival came this time of year, an annual event. He walked past all the fun and rides to a gray little tent. A witch inside that tent with dark magic in her heart. He was ready to make a deal with her for a new life to start. He had a life of riches, spoiled luxuries, a life of power to bring people to their knees, but it was his father's influence that made the people cower. It was never him. He had no real power, but the witch would give him what he wanted. He wanted to make people feel his might. His appointment with her was 10 p.m., on Halloween night. He walked past into the tent, 50,000 in a sack. When he gave it to her, there was no turning back. The witch had eyes of blue, blonde hair and a winning smile, perfect teeth and model looks. This shouldn't be her style. To be with this carnival and travel all around with her looks and power, 
she could own any town. When he said this to her, she laughed. To her, it was funny. It's the price I have to pay for power. Now, where's the rest of the money? The deal was for a hundred grand. It was only half. I'll need the rest of the cash for you to start this path. He was not sure to give her the rest of the money. What if she tried to do something funny? The cash is part of the magic. You haven't been had. If I don't get the rest, then the magic could go bad. He knew the magic really worked, and the money was no loss. He had discovered his dad had used it to become the boss of the biggest crime syndicate this country had ever seen. Now he wanted such power, strike fear, and be the king, and show his father he had the stuff he hadn't from the start, the kind of power to strike fear into everybody's heart. He gave her the other half of the money. She smiled and gestured to a chair, sweetly said, Sit, honey, for the magic will soon begin, then your fate will change. People will look at you, their perception will change. But before I cast this spell, there is something I must say. For magic like this to work, like your father knows, there's always a price to pay. I'll pay the price. I want the power. I want to know how it feels. I'm tired of feeling like I'm beneath my father's heels. The witch smiled, stood up. Okay, now it's my turn. She whispers in the night. Watch the money burned. It burst into a bright blue flame. Then, to his surprise, it took the shape of a wolf with clear white eyes. The wolf jumped off the table and straight into his heart. The witch said, Join together, never to part. His body began to burn. He screamed with rage and pain. His mind began to snap. It was driving him insane. The witch spoke a command. You will be reborn. I say the word three times. Transform, transform, transform. He felt his body start to twist. His bones began to break. He wanted to cry out, to stop. He had made a mistake. His hands turned into claws, his face ripped open wide. All the time, the fire burning him, changing from him inside. The witch stood in front of him now. Now you'll know your price. He screamed in terror as he saw her real face. He slowly started backing out, but the pain was burning inside. His mind was ablaze with it there. There was nowhere to hide. When he woke up, 
He was full of rage. All around him was bars. He was in a cage. The witch was smiling at him. Her face was pretty again. Good evening, sleepyhead. Let your new life begin. She rolled a mirror through the cage. He saw what he'd become. The witch laughed a little as he cried out in the night. The creature had stared back at him was a nightmare brought to life. His face was twisted with one eye hung down, pulsing bright red. His skull was split open. His brain stuck out of his head. He had the muzzle of a wolf, jagged teeth and bristled fur. His hands curled into fist. He was in a rage at her. This witch that turned him into this beast of the night. Just a simple glance would fill anyone with fright. You wanted to scare the people. It gave you the fondest wish. Now, drink your water and eat your food. It's in your doggy dish. Now you belong to me. The deal has been done. You never wondered what your father's price? It was his only son. Now he travels with the carnival, weeping bitter tears. He understands the price of filling people with fear. They pay ten bucks to look at him. It fills him full of strife. He's called the deformed wolf boy. A nightmare brought to life. I hope you enjoyed the stories tonight. As Halloween begins in just a few short hours... Tomorrow, I'll have more tales to tell on Halloween night. Try to get some rest and remember your old pal Jedediah Gravesmore wandering the streets, finding more spooky bits and scary pieces for you. Sleep well. And don't let the little vampires bite. <laughs>